Hey. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, Justin. What's up, Moria? Well, very tired, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I heard you. Uh, you had to do a camera training earlier today. Oh, yeah. Today was a doozy. Honestly, like you know when you have, you know, I don't know if you do this, but with me, if I know I have a like a busy day, I can't sleep. So I'm thinking like, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. So it's like when I'm supposed to sleep a lot, I can't. But it's like I'm not doing anything. I sleep so much. So it's just like, oh. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Um, so yeah, actually, as I was doing like research for this second episode of In the Meantime with Moria and Justin, uh, you know, subtle name drop. <laughs> uh, actually, there's some really like crazy things that are going on like especially like right now um i don't know if you want to start with one of your topics or let's start with yours because i feel like my own is just eh. okay eh. so this the one i just referenced you know what's going on right now mm-hmm. so this is crazy right so you know reddit the app reddit. yes that's like when people and stuff like that yeah so exactly yeah so there's this subreddit and it's called Wall Street Bets, right? And I don't know exactly what's going on, like per se in that like subreddit, but as of right now, people have been like buying a whole bunch of like GameStop stock and it's like it skyrockets. Like literally I was watching this podcast today, it's called the Pat McAfee show. And this guy was talking about it and he was like, some kid he put all his life savings into GameStop stock, and because of um, the subreddit Wall Street Wall Street bets, he made fifteen million dollars within like two days. What's so good about games? I thought they was closing down. Th- that's the thing, though. I don't know what exactly is going on, but apparently, a lot of people are just buying the stock. I'm not like a stock person; like, I don't have any horse in this race, but like. All these people are just like investing in uh, GameStop, and all the stock just starts rising up. It like literally skyrocketed. It's like three hundred twenty something dollars right now per like uh, stock per share. And it's like if you put in a couple of shares, which would be like nine hundred dollars or so, and let that like grow. Jeez. Yeah, I know. So essentially, right now, it's just like. They're also on top of GameStop. They're going after like AMC, uh, BlackBerry. It's crazy. Like you can make easy money right now. Yeah, but I need money to make more easy <laughs> money. So it's like <laughs> I kind of suck. I feel that. Yeah, I know. Cause I'm the same way. I was like so hesitant to do it. I mean, I haven't done it, but like people are saying like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this because it's like it's gonna like you know mess up other people later on but i was like i don't know man free money's free money i never understood like wall street and stock brokers and all that stuff Me like, i never understood it but i mean some people believe in that so eh, but, that's not my yeah, style yeah neither but it's crazy though to think about like literally it's shot like let's say uh gamestop it literally said that Wednesday's climb of 120%. Imagine just like making 120% of your share. Dude, that's crazy. That's like. But doesn't the people who sell the stock to get money out of that, like a certain commission, in a sense? Uh, I believe so. I'm not like, like I said, I'm not like huge in the stocks or whatever, but like, just to think that some people on reddit were just like hey let's make some people some money today and let's just spam people with making them or like spreading awareness to buy like game stock game stop stock that is a tongue twister <laughs> um like that's crazy like uh, just a like a couple of people just like influence like hundreds and thousands of people to just buy GameStop stuff all right perfect segue speaking of influence Uh-oh. My topic, oh, yeah, my topic that I want to talk about is Jojo Siwa. Uh, she is a childhood 
phenomenon. All the kids love her. They love her little bows. They love her big personality. Well, get this. According to um, BuzzFeed, JoJo just confirmed that the t-shirt she had on, which said best gay cousin ever, and her appearance in a Born This Way TikTok, Born This Way, the song by Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that song. I I can't (laughs) even remember how it went. But that she was coming out. So basically, she came out to say that she's a part of the LGBTQ plus committee well group that's cool though so you know it, it kind of like also i heard like she's been like receiving a lot of backlash but like when she like sees right. like these people like saying like oh i'm gonna stop her like supporting you or whatever she's like okay and i mean that's like she already has like a lot of money first of all and it's like i don't know though i mean she is kind of young true to, so the fact that she did that was pretty. I respect that. Like, yeah, no, I like she could have kept it to herself, and then somebody else could have outed her. Like, oh, she's with this other person. And, oh, yeah. But she took it in her own hands, and I respect that. Me, yeah, but, I like that too. Cause like, especially cause like, I don't know, like I don't know a whole lot about uh, JoJo, but I do know she has like a fairly young audience. So you know that kind of you know. I mean, I guess kids are kind of, like, maybe confused about their, you know, sexual preference or, you know, like, sexuality. Um, So, yeah, she just kind of, you know, it's just good for, like, people to, like, look up to. And, you know, that means, like, if that makes any sense. My thing is, though, I hope that the other generations to come, that people won't feel like they have to come out. Like, just be... If you pop up with a with the same um, gender, just be like, oh, okay. Like, I feel like, like, I get why people, the whole coming out thing, but it's like, I just wish it gets to a point where it's just like, oh, that's okay. Like, when people come out to me, it just makes it seem like they're taking it as this isn't, not this isn't normal, but it isn't. Like, as accepted, and I wish people would just come up that mindset and just be who they are. And then naturally, people would accept them because it's like them being gay or whatever doesn't, I mean, that doesn't affect anyone really. It's just like, okay, do Yeah. So. And it's, I think they're going to be doing that for a while though, because, you know, like same sex marriage was, you know, approved in like 2015 or something like that. So that's like six years ago, which honestly, like. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. I feel like eventually it's just going to start to slowly fade out where we're just, like, more accepting, you know? Because... Yeah, because yeah. I was watching... This is a, like, while back. I was watching Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Love that show. They're all amazing. <laughs> um, and then they was talking about a trans person and they was just, like, calling them a transvestite. And I was like, that sounds so, like... That's, sickly yeah. like who want to be called a transvestite and there's like oh the sex change i was just like oh that's so like harsh yeah <laughs> like it's kind of it's weird how much they got away with like saying that kind of stuff back then yeah and i was just like yikes like i don't know that was just like i don't know just hearing that sound so scary like that's what they made it seem like but really and truly it's not scary it's like okay you want to change your um change your gender because you feel like you're in the wrong gender okay fine do that but like they may seem this like disease where and it's just like whoa yeah. whoa whoa so like so. when you saw that episode and you said like you loved the golden girls or whatever but like did you like change your like stance on that show or were you just kind of like um I'll let that slide maybe yeah I'm very I'm not too. There's a word for it. Netflix uses it. I think non-political, unpolitical, mm-hmm. one of those words. But I'm not like I'm not a part of like cancel culture. I won't oh, be like, yeah. oh my gosh, you did this one thing, so I'm not gonna support you. It's like no, 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 no. That's not the case. But like with the show, I understood the time they're in. This was this was a show like back in the '80s. Oh yeah. So like even then, they even had like 
on the show where they would do like certain stereotypes of black people and stuff like that and they would like make jokes about I'm like I didn't get offended because I was like uh, this was back in the 80s I mean, they were pretty much like more free in a sense back then and now it's more like stricter and stuff but yeah I didn't I didn't clutch my pearls or anything uh, I was just like okay <laughs> That's the show. It's just so crazy to think about, though. Like, when you think of the 80s, you think of it as, like, like maybe, like, a decade ago, like, off the top. Like, not really, like, exaggerating-wise, but, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you think the 80s was just that long yeah. ago, but and like, it's, like, actually, like, 30, 40 years ago. It's crazy. It's not that long. Like, wow. Like, your parents were obviously alive for that. And it's, like, that's kind of, you know, it's yeah. kind of weird, though. I think it's weird that things could be from like the 60s and 50s and we have access to it and like high quality and it's just like how am I able to watch the Golden Girls in HD? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like that's what freaks me out. It's like in this generation it's kind of hard not to be aware of things or not to know things because it's right there. Yeah right there you can't miss it so it's like if you don't know something it's kind of like you chose not to like educate yourself about it because you could easily just type up what does this mean Mm. and then you can find it so yeah like you know honestly i was i had that thought like a little bit like a while ago a couple weeks ago i was like this generation like our generation like even though we were kind of like new with like internet like how like internet was still in its like infant stage while we were like still kids whatever isn't it weird how Mm -hmm. like like i'm trying to figure a way to like say this like mentally like fast we were growing you know like honestly like when we were kids like we probably knew a lot of stuff like kids back in other generations didn't really know like we advanced so much as like a generation in a short period of time because of technology. It's so weird to think about. And that scares me. It's like, I felt like I, I didn't, well, my parents did a really good job of like, I didn't know, I was very naive growing Uh, up. So the fact that, so I was lucky, but like kids after me, it's like one click and they can already know like, Oh, where do babies come from? Google, Siri, where do where does babies come from? It's like, what the hell? Like, no. So it's like the fact that kids innocence can be taken away at such a young age, that scares me. Like, oh, that scares me so much. Yeah, it's crazy. I like I remember when YouTube first became a thing in like early two thousands and like in two thousand seven I used to like ask my parents if I could uh use, you know, the computer to go watch YouTube. I know, isn't it so weird though? Like, yeah, I remember watching when YouTube came out, and then like they had like the Charlie bit my finger thing, and we would all laugh. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Now it's just like people making millions off of it, and it's just like, what the heck? Yeah, because actually, in another class, I had to do a radio show, and we were talking about you know Ryan's world. No. Okay, so background <laughs> story. So there's this kid on YouTube. His name's Ryan's World. He's like a kid. He's like probably now he's probably like maybe like preteens, you know, that kind of age. But when he first started YouTube, he'd do like video unboxing for like toys and like stuff like that. And like this kid mm-hmm. got like millions of views. Like this guy grew insanely popular just for op- like uh, literally it's like unboxing videos of like children's toys and like he reviews them and this kid like a couple years ago like this kid was raking in millions per year and the kid was like eight Jeez. nine years old and i was like i was like you know that's kind of like in a spit in the face to like people that like go to like medical school <laughs> they dedicate like maybe like a decade of like medical work in like college just to make less than some kid that goes like, hmm, you know what? I'm going to go record myself on YouTube and just open up all these toys and just, you know, rake in millions of dollars just for the heck of it. I feel like with that, when you did the comparison to people who go to medical school, I feel like 
when people hear doctors, lawyers, they instantly think, oh, you want you want to do that because you get so much money out of it. But I feel like with those people, it makes sense because it's so much work to exactly. get to the point where you make a bunch of money off of it. I feel like they really like what they're doing because with me, I hate those types of jobs. Like, I don't care to make like a bunch of money. I just want to be nice and chill. <laughs> At least support myself and be good. But like, I don't care to go through eight and ten years of school and be so um, deep in debt just to be like, ah, I saved a life. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I couldn't even see myself going past like four years, you know. Like, right, that's like once they put me in the science class, <laughs> nope, like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, yeah, you'd be making a lot of money in your profession, but like, also think about the amount of money you're going to be in debt because you know, you went to all that right. medical like courses and all that. That's like. It's just so stressful, that is... too. That's what I don't get. It's like communication is such an easygoing degree. Mm-hmm. Not even business. Business is second. But communication, just talk. Here's how to talk properly. Here's how to effectively get your point across. That's all. But even with business, they have like certain math and stuff. It's just like, whoa, 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 okay. But like communication is just, just speak. I feel like... That's it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like for that kind of course or like that major, I feel like you have to do like a lot of uh, was it public speaking? And like, right. I had to take public speaking because yeah. it, it was like one of the required courses for my uh, degree. And let me tell you, like, I thought I was alright at speaking in like in front of a classroom or whatever, but like that's kind of nerve wracking. Especially when, like, later on in the, like, semester and you had to, like, do, like, 10, 15-minute speeches. Like, that's pretty nerve-wracking. For me, I I don't mind public speaking. I just really, not really, I got used to my voice. But it's, like, I have a mixture because I'm from the Bahamas, so it's, like, I have a mixture of American and Bahamas. Uh-huh. And like when people point out my accent, it makes me feel like on the spot. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you say that funny!" And it's just like, "Oh gosh, oh gosh!" Like I just try to talk, and it's just like that's why I don't feel comfortable speaking out like that all the time. Because it's like as soon as I say something different, it's like, "There it is. Where are you from? Are you from Jamaica?" And it's just like, "What? I'm not?" Because people usually would ask that. I'm just like, "There's other islands." <laughs> But <laughs> honestly, like, so, but I don't mind. It. I was gonna say because, like, honestly, I don't hear like a distinct accent when you talk, which is because I try to cover it. I, I, I got lots of years of trying to cover it. What? So, yeah, it's just it's people say, oh, I want to act. It's like once you get it, and people hear how different you sound, it's just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to deal with Uh, I see I see yeah but like if I talk into my parents I don't sound like this for the most part or my siblings or my friends I sound different but like oh gotcha if I'm in a class setting then I'll sound like somewhat American like I'll try to cover it very well and then people wouldn't understand me either so it's just like cause usually in my accent I talk fast too so it's just like that on top of talking to uh, us, they're like, "What? What? Can you repeat yourself? He's like, what? What are you saying?" <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> just like, keep up, like, come on. Uh, so. Okay, I see, I see. So uh, this next topic, I researched and actually broke out like yesterday, I believe. So according to AP News, so for Super Bowl, because you know we we're talking about the Super Bowl last week. Um, so right. one, you know, like whenever you go, like I highly doubt people like remember Super Bowl commercials from like years ago, but I feel like people know like for one of the main sponsors for like Super Bowl commercials is like Budweiser, right? And like how they have like the horse commercials. You know what I'm talking about? I know it's Bear. I didn't know it's Budweiser, but I know like I would see Bear. Commercials. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, so essentially Budweiser, which is like one of like the biggest like beer, you know 
commercial makers, if that makes sense, in uh, Super Bowl commercials. So for the first time in 1983, they're going to stop, you know, broadcasting these commercials during the Super Bowl. I know. <sighs> it honestly kind of shocked me because, you know, they make a surprisingly really, really, really good commercials. Um, what made them stop? They're actually, um, I don't, it's not really clear why they're stopping, but they're donating money towards like coronavirus vaccination awareness efforts, um, you know, like first care responders, um, stuff like that. But um, even though they're, you know, obviously withdrawing these commercials from the Super Bowl, they still have four minutes of advertising during the game for its other like ranch off branches, you know, like uh, Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, Michelob Ultra, stuff like that, you know, like the newer drinks that are more popular towards... White Claw? I don't see White Claw under it, <laughs> but you kind of get the right idea. It's kind of like, they're kind of like trying to target the younger adult, you know, demographic. So... I mean, even though it's kind of sad, you know, not to see those commercials, at least they're still doing something. I mean, yeah, they can't do nothing. I mean, that'll be a little True. Weird. It's like, uh, I don't know. I was going to come up with like an analogy or something, but. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, so actually, and, you know, talk about the Super Bowl still on the same website, it's talking about, you know, the attendance for the Super Bowl in Tampa is going to be 22,000 people. That was a, oh, gosh. That's just so crazy for a Super Bowl. But, hey. Didn't they make it through? Wait, what? Like the Tampa... Didn't the Tampa Bay... Oh, yeah, yeah. They're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, congrats to them. I think it's them and then Kansas City, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Bucks versus Chiefs. Wow. I know. Who do you who do you Way to go, Patrick? <laughs> who are you gonna uh, root for? Uh-oh. <laughs> this may sound silly, but I used to just go off of energy. Uh-huh. So if yeah, so if one team does a really good play, I'm like, woohoo. If another team does a really good play, I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> so it's like I'm just all over. So you're things. you're the type like, of guy that's like are you the type of person that's like you know what? I hope both teams have fun. No, 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 no. You always have a winner and a loser. No one, like, it's not fun to lose. True. Like, especially at a Super Bowl, like, I'll feel so pathetic. <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm not like, woohoo, have fun, guys. Like, no. <laughs> Obviously, go to win, but it's like, I don't care who wins. Gotcha. Just as long as somebody wins. And, like, as long as it's entertaining. Oh, yeah. I hate when it's like, it's like. It's over from when, like, it started. Like, yeah, I hate when it's like that. I like the whole back and forth. It's like, oh my gosh, that like, I don't, I forgot the name, like the kick. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like when they do the kick and it's like, whoa, they're tied again. And then, oh, touchdown. They're... Like, I like that whole entertaining part. But if it's just like, oh, this team is like, I think because it was one Super Bowl. I think it's with the Atlanta Falcons uh, yeah. and somebody I else. Just... I think... Yeah, and I think one of the teams was down, and like they came up and catch up, and then they passed them and won. I watched that game that night. I was like, "Wow!" I was there for it. And I was just like, "Ooh, that's embarrassing." <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, but games like that I like to see. Not when it's just so boring. Yeah, agreed. But I mean, I'll root for the Bucks, but like. I, for me, like, I hope they kind of blow it out. Because, like, honestly, the game before the Super Bowl against the Packers, it was so nerve-wracking, especially in the second half of the game when, like, Green Bay was coming back and, like, the Bucks were up, like, 28 to, like, 10 or something like that. I was like, Oof. I know, I was like, we're really going to pull, like you said, the Falcons in the Super Bowl with that 28-3 lead. I was like, oh, no. But, um... Okay, I was, I was just like, what? But something else I want to talk about. Okay. Since we're talking about Tampa, some new restaurants okay. are being added to Sparkman Wharf. Do you know what that I is? I do not. 
it is just pretty much a waterfront park and it's near downtown you know I think by the aquarium yep I know you're talking about now yeah so they're adding more restaurants I mean that area kind of already chilled but yeah I was gonna say um (laughs) yeah it's it's already kind of yeah so according to that's so tampa.com um like i said some restaurants are being added and a restaurant in particular that actually sparked my interest is called the battery it's a bar lounge and the event space so the fact that it's called the battery is just like what it's actually a pretty cool name for a restaurant slash lounge slash bar kind of thing (laughs) even the concept in general is pretty cool so I'm just intrigued on how they pull it off. Because, I mean, that place is already... Oh! I don't... Okay. Top three... Ra- rate these top three places in Tampa. I like four. <laughs> you have... <laughs> you have... Well, I like. It could be five, but... You have... I think it's called Soho, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. South Howard. Um, is it Amateur Works? Hmm. I've never heard of Amateur Works. What? It's right near Riverwalk. To be fair, I don't really go over by downtown Tampa. What? Unless it's like going to like uh, Ebor uh, Library for like my TV production class. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Very sad. What a scholar! You want to comment for the library? <laughs> okay, then yeah. never mind. <laughs> Dang. Is it like all the restaurants <laughs> in that area? Yeah, they have. <laughs> you should try to explore Tampa outside of the library. But, uh, yeah, they have. It's like Armature Works is like pretty much an upscale like cafeteria. I love it. I love that energy there. Everyone's so bougie. And it's just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you have that, and then you have Soho. That's another bougie area. And then you have um, Sparkman. It's more like casual. So I don't really go around like that. And then you have um, what was the other place? I forgot it. I guess it wasn't important. But yeah, those three places. I just like bougie areas. It makes me forget about being a college student. Uh, so, I know. I heard of... It's like an escape. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind going <laughs> to one of those. But there was this... It's pretty nice. Yeah. There's this one place in downtown Tampa I've never been to. But I heard really good things about it. It's uh the... Uh, Oxford Exchange. <gasps> yes, I went there for a birthday brunch. Didn't pay for it because that place is expensive, but it's so cute. Yeah, I, I never been in there. Like I saw photos of it, and I was like, "Huh, looks pretty cool." Let's just say they really know how to edit a picture. Um, it depends where you, because they have where you can eat, where it's like more natural light, and then they have where you can eat inside. Don't choose to eat inside. It's just so. Ugh. <laughs> but then they have like books and stuff, and then they have. Yeah, I was like, gonna say. I think a coffee place. Yeah. And like the check will come in a book. So cute. Huh. Yeah, cause. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy. I was yeah, I was gonna say cause uh, on Instagram, cause someone tagged like Oxford Exchange, and I was just like looking through like the photos people posted. And there's this one photo, and it's um like a giant staircase, and there's like books in the background. I was like, yeah. uh, that's like that place has got to be like high, you know, maintenance. I was like, yeah, like don't show up there in Crocs, please. Don't. Oh god, like, actually, <laughs> like business casual kind of things. Yeah, like uh, some Sperry's, little slacks, a nice shirt. Just show some. <laughs> some effort <laughs> so I mean no one's gonna judge you but they would probably 
in their minds, but they won't say like, oh, you're not like dress code. It's not that fast. Uh, oh, the International Mall. Yep. They have like the restaurants. Like I think it's called Bay Street. Oh, I love that area too for food. <laughs> Like I just love expensive areas. Like, oh wow! That's my goal to just be able to go to expensive restaurants. <laughs> Obviously not paying for it, but definitely. Hey, you know. <laughs> recommend to go to those places. It's kind of like dine and dash. <laughs> not dine and dash. I'll just have the other person pay. Just be like, it. oh, I need to go to the bathroom and just run out. I would never do that. Like I'm just. First of all, karma. True. Second, I just feel so guilty. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, I feel so guilty. Hey, but it's free food, though. But with guilt. Hey. And then, like, what if something happened to, like, my body? Like, what if I get food poisoning? Dang. <laughs> or something. Like, that's what I would think, so I would get, like, freaked out about it. Dang. Well, I mean, you know what they say, free food tastes better than food they actually have to pay for. Agreed. 100%. I know, like, I know if I'm spending money on food, it better be, like, worth the money. You know? So. I agree. Yeah. So, um, this new, this uh, next thing I'm going to be talking about, it's uh, pretty crazy. So... Do you know who Chris Hansen is? Sounds familiar. He has that TV show on NBC Dateline to catch a predator. Oh boy. Oh. Sorry, I just heard people make jokes about it, so that's why I laugh. Oh no, you're good. Predators aren't funny. No, you're good. <laughs> They're not at all. So, um, this guy, Chris Hansen, he got caught up in a scandal on Twitter. Oh boy. Yeah, and so there's this YouTuber, right? His name is John Swan. I've never heard of him before, but me neither. I was on I was on Reddit, and it was trending with Chris Hansen. It was like, watch this video. So I clicked on it, and so this YouTuber John Swan, he starts a video. He's like, just want to say, you know, I'm not really the biggest Chris Hansen supporter. Like, I've publicly on Twitter, you know kind of criticized him like it wasn't like harsh criticism it's just like oh i don't think this guy's show because he has other shows he's like i don't think this guy's show is very good and so apparently chris hansen saw this and he kind of had someone on twitter named it was like anonymous gene and this twitter profile um is essentially the profile pick is the anonymous you know, the uh, Guy Fox mask. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the white mask with like the mustache, like the goatee kind of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's the guy's profile pic. And apparently Chris Hansen hired this guy to dox the, you know, anyone who openly criticizes Chris Hansen. And so the guy, uh, what was it, Anonymous Gene, started doxing YouTuber John Swan, right? And he's, like, going on Twitter, and he's, like, releasing this guy's, like, address, full name, uh, nice. information about his family and stuff like that. Just because he critiqued it? Yep, and you know it's really funny? Not really funny about this whole situation, but, <laughs> like, if you're going to hire someone to, like, do all those stuff for you, it would kind of make sense not to follow them on Twitter because the anonymous gene profile on Twitter is like one follower and when you click on follower it's Chris Hansen oh yeah he pretty much told them I know and so and it's funny because um Chris Hansen he goes on like YouTube and he does like those um live streams and like he has like people like give him questions and he has to like answer it and people like so what are you doing about that one youtuber that you hired anonymous gene to dox and he's like oh i have no clue what you're talking about i've never hired anyone to dox people and then people like um but you kind of contradicted yourself there bud and they like put all (laughs) this like information about him 
and yeah so it's kind of funny you know he's getting his justice now you know getting what he deserves so it's kind of awesome. yeah it's kind of like you know the quote best says this it's uh you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself turn into the villain something along those lines Ooh, yeah i know what quote you mean yeah i was like dang I remember when, like, Chris Hansen was, like, popular, and then, like, everyone was just like, oh, he's my hero, and then now he's just like, well, not anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, a. Uh... I'm not going to say anything for that. Oh, you, you do? Ugh. I don't, no. actually. Um, um, yeah, so something I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Is Wendy Williams? Do you know who Wendy Williams is? Wendy Williams? Yes. I do. I do. <gasps> okay, great. Uh, well, her brother. <laughs> I expect you to say yes. Her brother, Tommy, pretty much posted a video and called her out. This is all on E News, according to E News.com. Um, he pretty much called her out for not attending their mother's funeral. Her mother died, I want to say, in November. So, and she pretty much responded back by saying that she was in fact there and that the reason why she didn't stay was because he got in a fist fight with a family member oh, wow. right in front of the open casket. No. No, that is. I wouldn't stay for that either. Like, I'll be like, yeah, no. Dang. But, like, why would you? I want to know what the fight was about. And then she just was going off because I watched the show. And she just was like, yeah, um, something about, oh, I could, like, she pretty much was saying she could expose her brother and stuff like that. And sure enough, like, the next day, he was like, you know what? Um, people grieve in, people grieve in different ways. And pretty much it's just like, backtracking what he was saying i was just like what is this guy hiding yeah like yikes that's what concerned me i was just like oh i mean i guess you're doing something i mean it'll eventually come out yeah eventually you just gotta give it time you know yeah but i don't know funerals are weird that's crazy though just like like, why would you fight someone right in front of open casket? I was gonna say, like, if you have an issue with someone, especially at, like, a funeral, I would just wait until at least after the funeral or give it some time to, like, air out, you know, before you go discuss whatever you're, like, opposing, you know? Like, I wouldn't do it. At least take it outside. Yeah. <laughs> at least. In front oh, of, like, all your family members and friends and all that. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's just so much emo. That's probably the reason why, because it's so much emotion already going on. And then I guess he grieves in a violent way. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But oh, it was just a little awkward. Like I would feel so awkward. I'll be like, yeah, especially because she was there with her ex-husband and her child. So and they're already going through stuff. So yeah, most I would say yeah. Let's just leave. Yeah, I was gonna say like. That's gotta be tough though, cause like, I never knew like, like, I go in like my living room and I see my mom watching like the Wendy Williams show. I was like, I mean, maybe like her show kind of trickled into her like family life, cause I know she, like, I kind of sit there and like watch the show and it's kind of like gossip slash drama. So I'm thinking maybe that yes. kind of played a. I love it. I'm thinking maybe that kind of played a role in that. I'm not too sure though. I guess he probably was mad that because once, like other outlets said that her mother died, she just was going on about like business as if like nothing happened. Mm. I mean, yeah, she mentioned it, but I feel like he probably was offended by that and was just like. Hey, like our mother just died and you're just talking about these random people like no like at least address it on your show or something so and then I can I can see why her brother would be upset but like man cause like I wouldn't be like oh kind of brush aside like my mother's death like that I would just you know, 
I don't know, like, Wendy should have handled that a lot differently, you know? Yeah, she should have been more sensitive to that. I mean, because she took the lead when, I think, when she was back on drugs again. And then she took the lead, she went on hiatus. She's back on drugs. I think she's divorcing her husband. I mean, she was, that was a whole mess. So I understand that, but it's like, come on, it's your mother. Like, if my parents die, God forbid, I mean, they have to die eventually, but yeah. I don't want them, like, not anytime soon, but like, I don't know, that's like, in my world. Yeah. It's like, if they gone, I mean, I have siblings, but it's just like, oh, I just can't imagine. Yeah, I was gonna I say, like, I can't, like, I just hope that won't happen for like, decades, like, you know right I don't see how people could deal with that like I I'll be a hot mess hot mess like yeah I, I couldn't do uh-uh. that honestly I'd be a wreck for like weeks yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so um yeah so I know there's no really segue into this segment but <laughs> so class was interesting today Really, I missed like half of it, but it's okay. Actually, it wasn't. I hate missing class. But. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a rundown. So, um, it was right after we went, and you said you had to leave. Um, yes. So, other people went. They did really good. Like when the professor was like, "Oh, Justin, you're like rushing or whatever." I was like. <laughs> I don't understand, like, it went from when we were practicing, like, I was being late, to now I'm going too fast. I was like, (laughs) I I had no clue, like, what was going on, like, what I was doing differently. But, um, so yeah, no, he was talking, he was, after, like, everyone did their rounds, they're like, alright, so next week you guys are going to be, like, switching up or whatever, and, like, TD is going to be director, director is going to be TD. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, we can, like, on Monday or whatever, like you said, we can just go over the assignment, and, um, like, I kind of have a better feel for what, um, the placement for the shots are now, because, um, Mm -hmm. remember in the beginning when, like, the music played, and then we were, like, auto, like, we were already on, like, camera one or whatever? Right, yeah. So, people like behind us that like did the assignment perfectly according to the professor it was kind of like they had the audio play like the music kind of play a little bit and then it went to like scene or it was like scene one or whatever mm-hmm. and um so yeah and then there's like one part of the script where it was like uh it had like a someone's talking and it had like voiceover next to it and doubts when, oh, when that happens it's gonna be a photo of Glenn the guy with like the slicked back hair or whatever so I was mm-hmm. like kind of like remembering where this goes you know I mean for the most part we kind of had it down we just had to like tweak a few things cause um yeah cause I was like when we were doing it I was like I feel like we're doing the first photo way too early or whatever whatever I don't know I was just like something seems a little off though but uh man did we really overthink the assignment on what was it yeah I felt so like once he said it I was just I was, like what? I was, that's true like the scenes was in order and we like made a I know, whole like, and then, order and, and then we like, had like a list for like what who the characters might be <laughs> oh man I was like oh no and uh yeah, because then when you told me, like, you was like, yeah, um, you should probably change the order. I was like, what? We can't just, like, say we put a twist to it. Like, we took out people. We was like, yeah, she doesn't yeah. fit. <laughs> true, true. Like, we really made it our own. And now she's like, wow, we took our time just for him to be like, our... oh, everything's in order. Just <laughs> just, just switch yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, be like, In our defense, you didn't really say that it was in order or not. Yeah. Yeah, but... He means well. True. But, um, 
Yeah, so I have PowerPoint. I did like the PowerPoint. I put in the photos in the correct spot. So essentially, um, I'll be playing because the Dorchidi has to play the audio and switch the um, photos, you know, at the correct times. But um, so for the director, they have to go ready camera of whatever the shot is like the the photo for the scenes so like on Monday we can go over the photos and then you can just write down like 1 through what was it 13 the different photos or whatever and then is it the same thing or is it a different oh you know it's gonna it's um, gonna be the same like scene like from okay. the big chill or whatever it's just gonna be roles are gonna be reversed you know I like being a TD. Like, being a TD is, like, something that I actually want to, like, make a career out of. Because it's, like, I love being behind the scenes. I hate being a talent. I hate speaking. True. I could do it if I have to, but it's, like, oh. You just prefer to be, like, behind the camera. Yes. I love seeing things behind the camera instead of, like, being, like... I can't explain it, but, like, I'd rather be behind it, seeing it unfold, mm. than being a part of it unfolding. So I like that. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Because, like, honestly, like, I just hate it. Like, being present. Hold on. Yeah, I was gonna say because um, <laughs> for uh, I forgot what class it was, but it was it was for a different professor. It was Professor Crumb, and um, I forgot what the class was. It was probably like Intro to Broadcasting, or whatever. But um, there was this like workshop you had to do in the studio and it was like you were either behind the camera or you were on the camera and let me tell you when I was my turn to be in front of the camera and you had like this script and there was no teleprompter so you had to like remember off the top of your head and honestly I'm bad at yeah I'm really bad at remembering what to say under you know pressure and yeah let's just say I was a pretty big mess when it happened like, I was, like, messing up everything. So. I just... Ooh, I, yeah. I don't... Oh, I just hate speaking on camera. I did that on my Instagram because my best friend, she has a jewelry place. Mm-hmm. So I posted a video, like, pretty much just a little review mm-hmm. for, like, my, what, 60-something followers. <laughs> I don't have that much people on Instagram. But I posted a video and then she just was like, Oh my gosh, you're great in front of the camera. You sound so professional. I'm like, Oh, I only did this for you. Like, I, I don't like this with things. <laughs> like, I just hate, I don't know. Like, it's one thing to speak. And then it's like, once I speak and I see myself uh, and like, my mannerisms, I'm like, Oh gosh, why are you so lame? Or like, like why are you so like nervous or whatever? Like, yeah, that's what I hate. That's why I don't like TV. Like, radio, fine. You could, like, hear it in my voice. Sure. Like, okay, it's just a little awkward, but that's okay. But when you see it, it's like... That's a whole other thing, you know? It's like secondhand awkwardness. That's <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. Oh. That's what I don't like. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way, you know? Like, if, um... For that same class I was talking about where I was in front of the camera. Uh, we had to do three shows for, it was TV Hot Talk or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, it was my turn to be the talent on the camera. And Professor Crumb was like, so while you're talking or whatever, you have to, um, with your hands, because some people they like fidget with their hands and like make all these like weird you know gestures with their hands while they're talking he was like um kind of make sure with your hands like you're pretending you're pinching a penny and you just like kind of like talk with your hand kind of going forward and backwards what the heck i know so and then i'll be so confused i know and later out i found out that the show we recorded was going to be broadcasted onto like some TV channel. I forgot what the tan- the channel's name was. It was 
It was for like Verizon Fios, and it was like channel like 400 something. Like, obviously, it's like some channel that no one's probably like ever gonna watch. It's probably gonna be like broadcast at like one in the morning, you know. But it's still TV. True. But I was just like so nervous, and I was like, I never saw that episode or not really episode but like that show or whatever i never saw it so i'm just like i hope i don't look stupid or sound stupid so yeah oh <laughs> i don't know i just smile like i guess it's, in this case it's good to smile but like, i feel like i do to the point where it's like if someone, <laughs> if someone says something sad i still will be smiling because uh, i'm so it's like yeah it's like a yeah i was gonna say it's like a when people smile, it's like you can hide. I don't know, like I forgot what it was. It was like you can hide fear, or it's like a like a mechanism in your brain. I forgot what it was for, but yeah, it's like when you smile, it doesn't really have to mean that you're like happy or whatever. It's super weird. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, that's why it's like. Like yeah, it's like okay, you're smiling great, but it's like, oh, I need to, I need to show another emotion except for happiness. Like I need to show like, oh, I understand. Or, oh, <laughs> I like to interview though. I love interviewing. Oh yeah. And I love thinking of questions and asking. Yeah, people. me too. But I hate the whole like conversation part of it. But I can ask questions and then just be like, okay, next question. <laughs> but like to actually make a conversation is like, oh, okay. But yeah. yeah, I'm like a really bad interviewer. Like, even though I like giving out questions, because like when the person I'm interviewing, they finish their, you know, mm-hmm. what they're saying, or like even in the middle of their sentence, I go like, mm-hmm. yeah, and like even though you're not <laughs> supposed to say like that or whatever, but because uh, I just feel bad if you're just like, hey, what do you think about this? And then they're like going on and on and on. You know, all you can do is just like look at them and like kind of nod your head, like. You know. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, because like. Sometimes I do that and I don't even listen to what they're saying, but boy, I look like. I'm and then you kind of like, like squint your eyes a little confused. bit, like you're like. Yeah, <laughs> tilt the head, like, mm-hmm. just a little. <laughs> and you, yeah, you kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do, but. Yeah, interviewing is so much fun. I'd rather do that. And then it's like, when they give me short answers, I, I like, force them to be like, no, there's more. Like, say more. Yeah. Like, no, what about this? And it's like, okay, so based on what you said, like, I like doing stuff like that. Mm. But just don't show my face. Just get the sound, the, um, what is it called? The sound? Audio. The, yeah, just get the audio and that's it. But I love interviewing. Yeah, me too. Um, if I had to choose, though, I wouldn't willingly just... Because, you know, you have, like, YouTubers who interview people, like, would you rather this or that? Okay, no. Yeah, I that's wouldn't a do very... That. Like, that's weird. Yeah, it's like a very shallow interview question, you know? It's kind of like... Even though it's not really, like, a... It's like an open-ended question. Mm-hmm. But it's like... I feel like all those responses to that were going to be, like, very short, you know? Yeah, they'll be like, "Do you like tall girls or short girls?" And it's like, exactly, what? like, <laughs> yeah. But um, and then they'll be like, "Why?" And it's just like, and then they'll end up saying something so like ignorant. It's just like, Ooh. yeah, I know, right? Yikes! Yikes! So, <laughs> just those type of interviews. It's just like, yeah, no, that's not my style. I love like broadcast interviews and stuff like that. Pretty much like an Oprah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, she really gets under people's skin, you know? And I like that. I would want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. Obviously, tastefully. Like, she does it in a tasteful way. Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha. That's what I like about her. She does it in a tasteful way. But that's what I would want to do. If I had to choose, you know. <laughs> Probably won't do that. Yeah. But. but um, so, yeah. Um, what else in the class? Uh... So he was talking about like written proposals. It was like um, last, it was like next week or something. I want you guys to, it was like, give me your proposal. Actually, no, I think 
You said something about like three or four weeks from now. Um, That's not next week then. Or I think That's next I th- month. Oh, uh, he said next week. He said um, he wanted to talk about. He wanted to do a lecture on like how to write your proposals. Um, he said. I think he's going to be, like, in the next couple weeks or whatever. He wants us to write him a proposal, like, individually, not as, like, a group, about a video idea that you wanted to do or whatever. And then eventually go into the studio. And I'm like... He's still trying to hold on to the studio dream? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how uh, the studio is still closed and Arista doesn't want us to make videos for uh, the Dean show. Oh. I know. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Yikes. I know. I was like, okay. So I don't know what we're going to be doing for like class assignments. So. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I feel like It's just so weird with this whole pandemic thing because I have to do my camera training through Zoom and it's just so weird. Oh yeah, I wonder how that works. Because like, I had it... It's so weird. Is it with Eric? Yes. Yeah, because I had to do that one time with him and it was like super weird because it wasn't... Is We're using like a DLSR camera or is it like... Yeah. Yeah, I had to do that with a DSLR camera and it was just like... Super stressful because like I never worked a DSLR before. I worked at just the basics, but I did this class—not this class, but like I did where we had to train to use the cameras. But it was like the video camera, so I was like, "Yeah, I have no clue how to work this." So like, I like need this training. I mean, I needed this training too. What I had today, but it was—I don't know. It's just. You need that personal, like, like, um, like how the teacher come over and like do it right in front of you, compared yeah. to like, looking through his screen, because then the um, the screen would be blurry. Yeah, I was gonna and, he say, be, yeah. and he was trying his best. And I it's was like, like, if you look oh, real closely, and it's like you look and it's like <laughs> a potato quality kind of like shot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, and I'm just like. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to understand, but it's just like, oh. yeah, and then you th- Luckily, my partner, she knows, like, she had a clue. Uh, like, she was asking questions. She was, like, just as involved, too. So I was like, okay, good. <laughs> so it balanced out. But I was just like, I can't really see this thing like that. Yeah. But, and then he's probably like, so does your screen look like this? And you're like, mm hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely does. I mean, I want the screen to look like yours, so yeah, but... Oh, I don't know. And then we had to do... See, that's the thing. It's like, we do that, and then we have to do a project and turn it in next week. Saying, pretty much showing that we took what we learned from the training. So, a little nervous about that, but... We'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah. Well, our show's going to be wrapping up in a few minutes, unfortunately. So is there any uh, any questions for the class that you kind of have for me? Or any, you know, if you're unsure about something or... I mean, not really. Pretty much based on what you said, it's just... He's going to talk to us about a proposal. And then you said to take a picture of our oh, set. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then like email that? him. Although, I don't know, like, is this supposed to be for next week, or, I'm not too sure, because it's honestly, like, I mean, he's a, he's a good professor, but, like, he just needs to, you know, like, you know, um, specify, you know, and then, like, he was, like, riddling off, like, three, four different assignments we should be doing, I was like, um, Please. Love the energy. I know. I was like, I can't reciprocate that. Oh, he has his little coffee. He'd be ready to go. I'm like, whoa, okay. Oh yeah, that was another thing he talked about having his coffee. He's like, well, I'm gonna do a break right now and come back at like 
twelve twenty five or whatever. I was like, why does he do breaks? I don't know. That if it's an hour and supposed to be an hour and like what thirty, 30? minutes, even though it's like two hours and change or whatever. <sighs> I don't get it. So um, we're gonna be back next time, same day, next week. For our third episode of In the Meantime with Moria and Justin. Alright, see you guys.